Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of SaaS Marketing Makeover. Uh, so excited to be here with you today. I'm joined by the very special and the one and only Kathy Song Novelli. Welcome to the show, Kathy. Hi. Thank you, Garrett. Well, we're excited to have you. <sighs> Anyone you don't want it to be today? Gosh, I don't want it to be a brand that I haven't heard of <laughs> nor know nothing about. Hopefully, the ideal would be a marketing SaaS platform that I have played around in and maybe you're might a customer have even of. customer of, or maybe have gone down their journey and yeah. already have a point of view on how great or crappy it is. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, today, what we're going to do is we're going to spin that wheel. We're going to select a company. Obviously, you and I have never seen it before, and we're going to try to critique in a positive light. We're going to be the Guy Fieri of SaaS critiquing without actually being as happy and he's so good at it by the way like every time i try to like how do you never you know what i mean like every time it's the best hamburger he's ever had so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna have some fun with this are you ready to get started ready all right let's do it all right brian oh no launch darkly i've never heard of i'm gonna be honest let's see if he gives me service now oh right. do you know okay. Yes, heard of them. Not deep within their product suite, though. All right, let's see. Service now. The smarter way to workflow. There you go. Okay. The simplicity nice. your company craves. Digital workflows optimize how things get done for any business, from Wonka's Chocolate Factory to yours. Huh. <laughs> I like it. I really I like it, but I have one issue. What the heck's a workflow? Yeah, that's exactly where I was going to go. <laughs> I don't so... know. I'm being honest right now. Like, what? Like, what? Do you, what? Uh, do you have any workflow? I, I know people talk about this, but it's always – I don't know – yeah, so this could mean a million things. And that is the thing that kills me as well. So is this a racy platform, right? Is it like an Asana and a Monday? Or is this actually a visual representation of workflows? What I also love, which is starting to bubble up more and more, are these sort of workflow-esque platforms that actually merge all of the orgs together yeah. into like true cross-functional workflows but yeah it makes you have to dig in <laughs> to understand i do want to say i freaking love the wonka thing this is really cool i haven't seen anyone do this is a cool way of doing like corporate marketing and they're obviously an enterprise player i, I think this is pretty yeah yeah i like the play i'm curious how much they weave that in right because yeah that's actually that's a good point let's see if it's just a hero shot or if it's integrated to the brand because I would say that would be um, pretty sad if they they sort of nailed this this sort of positioning. It's like, hey, it's good for any type of company. Oh, this and could they be never an Oompa Loompa. This could be like an Oompa Loompa <laughs> who does IT. This is another Oompa Loompa. Exactly. It looks like they used it once and never followed through with the theme. The colors stay good, though. I love the palette, but you're right. It doesn't like – that's so weird. I'm right there with you because 
I was yeah. so excited to see a corporate Oompa Loompa brand. I'm not going to lie to you. Like I was genuinely yeah. like, I wanted them to transport me into Willy Wonka's tra- like chocolate factory yes. and then show me yes. how their product runs Willy Wonka's life. Yes, exactly. And they could have even done so. You know, they go through the personas down below. Like yeah. you said, like they could have made an Oompa Loompa that looked like an engineer versus a marketer versus a seller. And um, yeah, yeah, just sort of it, it drops the theme. It is like the the stuff is good. But you're right; it doesn't deliver on this promise that got me so excited. But yeah. they are doing some stuff that I find interesting. That I don't see a lot of people do. They've created three paths for their users, right? Yes. Try demo, talk with sales, view customer stories. I actually think this is clever. Most of us use this for social proof, right? And they're using you know it for user journey. Yeah, exactly. The one thing it makes sense to do it right above the fold as they did. But again, because the clarity of the solution is missing in the headline, going yep. straight there almost feels like um, a little bit of a, a missed opportunity. Like if they just mm. described it a little bit more, with a little bit of a subheadline or gone down further, that probably would have driven a lot of impact. I agree. I do agree. And I also like, because if you, I don't want to look at this in a second, but see how they have this pipe here? You could have taken this pipe yeah. right through. <gasps> yeah. You see what I'm saying? And you could have sh- like really see how this would have gone right through. And you could have led to this. Even if you don't bring Willy Wonka in, you could have left Wonka out and put the factory yes. in. Oh, um, that would have been so sexy. They could have made that yeah. pipe weave all the way through. And again, going into the mindset of the decision maker of a pipe, right? The workflow yeah. is, is a pipe. Uh, and I worked actually with Sherwell for a long time, and they used to have something similar with these pipes. They don't have any more. Okay, well, they've completely changed. Oh, it's because they got acquired. Okay. I did all, all the stuff in actually for them for a while, and Brian was their uh, strategist, our current uh, director of marketing. Oh, really? Yeah. So we were in this Man. IT space. So what I find interesting, what we'll talk about in a second, is their kind of product positioning, which I want to get your feedback on. But mm-hmm. I love this. Just for everybody who's like watching, this is such a healthy way of doing demos that more people need to do, which is bite-sized videos instantly. You still get yes. them. So you still get an yes. MQL out of it or an SQL. Well, it's MQL technically. But get hands-on with a free developer instance experience, an in-depth yes. demo live or explore library. It very much is like customer-led growth, which is something I'm a huge proponent of, yep. um, which puts your customer in the driver's seat but you still hit your own internal goal. And I think that's very cool of them by creating demo library versus contact sales. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think anytime there is some kind of free playground, right? A a trial, something. Um, To me, the form is quite long. The second I see more than three fields, I'm like, eh. Yep. Well, they <laughs> can enrich yeah. this, right? They can use Clearbit yeah. or you know our client Zoom Info's products to do that. Totally. It just they don't do that right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's go yeah, to the let's that. go to the solutions here because I find this very interesting. So they're all calling these workflows, but this is like ITSM software. Um, huh. I never saw ITSMs here. I'm gonna actually bring Brian in because he's an expert in this. Yo, B, hop on in, bro. I'm in. <laughs> So ITSM, would you ever call it workflows? Because, I mean, you were in this ITSM space competing with ServiceNow for years. I would. Very enterprise um, 
custom solutions for different departments and business units, uh, IT being kind of their starting point in how they did uh, IT ticket requests, help desk solutions, all of that. And then they expanded, ServiceNow was known to be ex expanded to enterprise service management solutions so they could service finance, HR, facilities, and more. Uh, bread and butter was ITSM, and, the, and they have a lot of competitors in that space. But um, yeah, I don't know if that answered your question there. Uh, no, it's totally... Is yeah. it a workflow though? That's what I don't understand. Like, do you, is it, yeah. yeah, that's what I don't get. Like, is it like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, is it a workflow or is it a software product? Cause that's what I get lost on when I'm looking at this. Workflow, I think a way to, um, it's like p project management software pretty much for IT teams yeah. and um, how they in engage with customers, but also internal IT requests. Say I need a new laptop shipped to me, all that go, and they have 3,000, 30,000 customers or even uh, employees. How do they trace that all? How do they manage that? How do you all? integrate that to your employee onboarding software mm -hmm. and then yes. create that workflow scale? I got yes. you. So really serve to the enterprise. Um, yeah. Perfect. Thanks, Brian. Nice. We brought our little expert in. That was perfect. Look at now, that. I know. I wish I had a little expert. I could just take Alexa. Oh, yeah. No, Brian's is great. He knows everything. <laughs> um, so we have DevOps. They have all these. Have you – What's when you organize products at this scale – are there any things that you want to see different on how they do it? I think I, I think it's actually really clever. I'm curious so around that. Yeah. So I think from a buyer's perspective, it's I think the mistake that most websites have is that they are thinking inward, right? The way that they categorize their business, which mm -hmm. is not the way most people do it right they'll come in they might have a sense of what your solution provides and i think use cases um versus almost profile segmentation is yeah. going to be more relevant so the hard part is i might be coming in and i'm like well i want something between itsm asset management and devops but i'm not going to waste my time going through all three right so in this yeah. case, you know, I, and this is the solutions tab, right? Yeah, I'm under solutions. I think the gap I yeah. see to your point is I actually care more about the featured capabilities, but it's hard to understand exactly. what capabilities are in each without. Exactly. And then I, you start to get the obvious issue with software, which is how do I package if I just want software asset management, not hardware, but I also need yes. a mobile app, incident management, and I don't want DevOps, but I do want field service, like, I always exactly. find this hard and I empathize with this marketing team, right? Because you've got probably a marketer who owns each one. And then how do you price that in your mind? Like how does that, from a sales perspective, how do you integrate that many? Because these are all different buying centers, right? The IT person is different than totally. the head of people ops, which is different than the head of client services, which is different yes. than the head of product is what it looks yes. like. Yes, exactly. And I almost, I think what might even hurt them more is laying out all of the products right next as as you're pulling down yeah. right like i would probably stop just at it workflows because the second i see all of these products it it builds a blocker for no reason in some how cases. much time and this is an honest question i've never asked in my life i want to hear your thing kathy how long how much time do you think it would take as a customer like how much time would i have to set aside to figure out if I could work with ServiceNow. 
I've never even asked that before, but I'm actually thinking about it now. Yeah. Like, imagine if I was like, my boss comes to me and they say, hey, I need you to get three quotes for an ITSM software, right? And so I go out there and they're like, I wanted to do X, Y, and Z. I don't know how quickly I could figure out if they fit my search criteria. Right. Well, that's explicitly what marketing is intended to do, right? Is to identify if someone's looking for a service such as mine, yep. what are their pain points and how do I ensure that I can create messaging and positioning that addresses the top three pain points that will get people to answer that question immediately, right? Which is, yep, this is exactly what I'm looking for within 30 seconds. I, so think, I think Workday has the same business model, land and expand, and they do this really well. Notice yeah. it's hard. See how simple it is to be like, ooh, I really want this spend management product. And then you're in this spend management, the product's front yes. and center. And then I know, okay, cool, everything I need to manage spend. Cool. Is there anything on features that I can maybe get here? See, they don't deliver on features. Remember, they like, don't. I have a use case for spend management. I want. Oh, there I they do. On the right. Yeah. Right, like right there. If you, I think that's there. That's cool. It was easy to scroll past, though, right? You're, you're like, I'm looking for features. Yeah, but I don't know if they have the feature. Like, this is their gap, but at least it's clean yeah. and well organized. If I go here, let's say, so I'm back, right? I'm on service now. I've got tasks with buying and ITSM software. Yeah. I click here. Okay, I know that I need to optimize and all these things. I want to know if you're a good fit for me. How do you... Do you see when you break it all up? I feel like it's really hard yeah. to know if I need the business management one. And then I have to keep going back and forth to make yeah. sure. Exactly. You did a really good comparison between ServiceNow and Workday. Workday, what's amazing is they are simple. You get it right? Yeah. Few icons, few words, and you get everything. And it's super user friendly. The product is as well. Like they've, they've done Speaks so to why well. they're different helps me understand break free exactly. from ERP. They have a clear point of view. Let's see what is service now. Let's say if I did try to do that, is there a way platform overview? I think maybe accelerate your digital. So they're signing selling digital Cross you know, it's kind of word vomit, unfortunately, I think. Yeah. Right so digital transformation journey means a lot. It means something in marketing, totally different than what I'm sure they're talking about. Um, yeah, it's jargon heavy. So here's, and I empathize though, because I don't know how I would be like, cause what they are doing that other people do are not doing is they've got a ton of depth of content. I'm sure this does very well for them organically. I'm yeah. sure they can leverage these as landing pages. There's a lot of value to having these separate pages. And this is something you start like my background was an SEO, right? So part mm -hmm. of me wants to rank for every bottom of funnel query. And the other part of me wants to create a succinct customer journey. And it feels like they're at war when you do it totally. like this. Yes. What if, cause I want to get away from like, Obviously, there's a better way to do it. I wonder what the better way is. Why don't they just become like create a category around the word workflow? I've never heard anyone else own it like they own it. Why not just be workflow now and like or 
you know, digital workflows or workflow transformation. There you go. Workflow transformation. It's digital transformation. So we create a category called workflow um, transformation, and then we get to define what we are and we can stay more high level with our products. Totally. Versus this right here, transform your enterprise with a now platform. It's, it just takes a lot of time to go in and understand what exactly the solution is and whether it's what I'm looking for. Um, It's like you said, I think ServiceNow, while it's working, obviously their brand is growing. I've heard of them. I've seen their advertising, still never check them out, but you know, they're building a brand, but I think they're the type of brand who could really benefit from some segmented journeys, right? So right from the top, they sort of get you to choose your own adventure and take you down the right path versus, you know, giving you all of these paths. So you're like, I don't know where to start, you know? No, I'm right there with you. Cause like imagine, or what if we, cause you're right though. They're using this off an internal perspective, right? We, we, we want to have a product that competes in the IT ops space. We want a product that competes in ITSM space. We want a product that competes in the DevOps space. And yes. so they built it backwards. What if exactly we yeah. did? You like know what it seems cases, like, like outcomes. It's, yes, exactly. Like this is my pain point. This is what I'm looking for. Um, because I've developed pages like this or sites like this before, I can, I 100% empathize. What likely happened is you know they're looking, they're listening to their enterprise sales teams. And hearing like when you're talking to people, you know, how are they sort of categorizing? So they sort of throw out everything versus going from the customer angle yeah. being like, hey, what is the pain point and what is the headline that's going to grab your attention? You know, and so mm-hmm. I think they've inverted the path a little bit that makes it harder, unfortunately, for the customer to find where to go and where to get the answer with regards to is this solution right for my problem? Yeah. I'm right there with you. And I think like what I would do, let me see if I can get one of these. So I would do something, let's see if I can find this. And let me play with it now. But I would like change about, let's say to use cases. Yeah. And then I would really probably put use cases first. Mm-hmm. And then it could be like, uh, decrease employee onboarding time, improve wow. this, do, accomplish that. And yeah. I think if you look over here, they, um, over here, I think they do, do they do it? No, they do it. They're missing use cases too. They hmm. are interesting. Yeah. Because I think the beautiful huh. part of use case selling is for a sales org is you can also start to do value selling. Because you're not competing at a feature level, but instead at an outcome level, which then gives you flexibility on your average contract value. As an exactly, exactly right. You just come in and say, "This is the problem that I'm looking to solve," yeah. um, and then whatever the right product and/or add-on features are, then there's flexibility in there. Um, but going down, like, here's the solution. Here are the products it's sort of going down one path and allows me very quickly to be like, I just need that one product. <laughs> you know, yeah. maybe I need some other brands to help me with these other problems that I've got, you know? So, yeah, I mean, to me, that's always the, the thing that I hone in on is 
is the pain point clear that this that this solves for? So I mean, I'm, um, I'm right there with you, and I thought I'm like, yeah. at this, I'm like, this is what I would do something like this, right? So now I would show up and yes. I have workflow transformation where I could talk yep. about why I exist as a brand. Yep. Then I'd have my platform. I'd have my customers, my solutions, and my use cases. Exactly. And I think under workflow, um, you know, just having almost like the three main areas by which we know companies are looking to radically transform, right? Speed to market, whatever, like three things. Mm -hmm. And then just push them down the right path, always sort of driving toward, you know, essentially the same thing, the platforms, the solutions, the products. But you know, it's it's not giving you a menu of fifty things <laughs> to select. No, a hundred percent. You could start like to the do cheesecake things. factory. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I'm right there. And you could call everything like you could just you could do a you could do a good job branding and categorizing. So it could be like now led ITSM, now led IT ops, and it could be like focusing on immediacy, like service not tomorrow, service now. I and love that. Yes, you can start to integrate that brand differentiation because I could see the ITSM place space, like, right. You have BS BMC in this space as well. Right. And so run and reinvent and then you've got their solutions, right? So you have, this is their way of doing it. Right. Kind of, but once again, you're seeing less workflows by the way. So I do think workflows is something unique to service now because mm-hmm. I don't see the workflow messaging. You've got yeah. Surewell, which is now Avanti. Let's see here. Huh. Workplace is pretty pervasive. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So like they, they, I don't see anyone else doing workflows though anywhere. Yeah. As their message. So you know what I mean? Like they have a unique angle. If they, if they double down on it, I think they get more leverage and differentiation off of it. I liked the now play. The work, it could be both, right? Yeah. Workflow now. But, you know, the like you said, under the workflow transformation, weaving in now helps build their brand, helps define their positioning within the industry. Like, yeah. I think there's so much they can do there. And they're trying to, if you look on the now platform, right? So I'm just saying, like, I think we can just do a better job integrating all this stuff. And their brand, if you look at the competitors, I mean, I would go, like, over being, I would go with them. I think totally. they have, they are the best brand. So, I mean, this, I mean, it's really not necessarily a knock on them. I think everybody's probably trying to copy them, to be honest. I think they're better than everyone else. Yeah. I just don't know if they're as good as they could be, I guess is my feedback. Absolutely. Well, it feels very, I think that brands or platforms that are built for IT and developers, they can learn a lesson for from the brands that are built for marketers. Because you know, when you're building a brand for marketers, for example, you need to keep it super simple, value proposition driven, feature light, right? Like, let them know the features, but you don't have to go into, you know, a lot of detail on it's like, the goal is to get them on the hook. Yep. And, and get them to play in the sandbox a little bit. Um, but uh, most brands are built for IT decision makers. I feel like feel like they've got free reign to just get into all the detail and all the jargon. Yep. Maybe maybe it works. I 
I, I can't This say, is the best brand I've seen, though, from an enterprise SaaS company in a minute when they start to do the social justice positioning as well. Like, I haven't seen a lot of people get after it like they have. Yeah. And I, I'm very impressed. I guess I just think maybe they need to reel in their product marketing approach because it seems like they're overemphasizing the product's category and its input and de-emphasizing its purpose of being built, which is the outcome that increases value. And I totally agree. It feels like here are all the products that can meet this segment's potential use case, right? Versus here's the main point. Here's the main benefit to you. Right. And, and probably within less words, less pages, driving a ton more traffic and conversions. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm right there I do with like, you. I do agree though, the the clean look and feel and the, the direction they're going in is, is fabulous. You know, it makes sense why mm. they're growing so quickly. Um, I wonder about product too, because like the one thing I do not get to see at all, and maybe they deliver on this in the platform level, let me see. I wonder because... Do you notice how I can't actually get a sense of the product anywhere? I think this is the first time I've seen it, but it's also the App Engine Studio, which is so. Like, let me show you an example of my favorite company in in comparison. Mixed panel, yep. I right. So you start, and you immediately get to see what that product experience is like. Yes. And you can like. Now, what Mixpanel doesn't deliver on is they don't create emotion, which is something ServiceNow does exceptionally well. So I wonder if there's a way to blend those because we do have these like product shots, but then we like go into it and I don't feel like we necessarily like see the product shots, honestly, compared to how good their people photos are, their product photos stink. That's honestly. Yeah. Well, they're tiny and it also just looks like another Gantt chart. My yeah, and it looks like, like it's actually a nice product, but I can't see it. So, like, imagine exactly. if you replace this image because I love it. They, yeah. Like, I can now see it. I can feel the product. Imagine if you replace this image with one that looked like this. What that would yeah. do for their home. on their homepage too, right? Put it on their homepage yeah. and just automatically flow through the three top most dynamic screens that your product has. It sells itself. Yeah, they are really good. I got to admit, like, I think like, look at the, imagine how many content marketers have this company to create this much content at the product feature. Totally. Yes. No, it's great. But what's also, can you go up back to the top? It looked like the first CTL, maybe not. So view data sheets. That's great. But I want to say there was something also, it's like, check us out on Forrester. Before I know you said it's great. Before I'm like nodding my head. Do people like data sheets? Like, cause me, this is like, I don't know. I'm that, like, not that type of data sheet. Because <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. This once again doesn't talk about the outputs. It doesn't appear like there's no stat. I'm because I'm in my mind. What is a data sheet? I guess I don't really fully like. What does a data sheet do to, for the buyer? To me, the data sheet should be a value-driven first. Like, here's what you need to know about the product. Right. And so it's very blatantly clear what the product is, the problems that it solves, the benefits, the use cases, the features without like it should not go beyond two pages and it should not have font of six. (laughs) 
So right. and it's say, confusing because they say how to buy and I got excited. So check this out. I'm like, all right, I want to buy. Let's get some product info. And then they took me over here. But see, this is what I meant earlier and that what we yeah. both pointed out initially is I don't know where the heck I am on this website anymore. Right. Because no, I'm being dead serious. Like, watch, I was on project portfolio management. Yeah. And then I tried to get product info around how to buy. And I ended up on IT business management. So and I still don't know how to buy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Get pricing. They've got a lot of um, different CTAs too. So I get that they're trying to consistently have the contact demo get pricing. Sort of going back to the original thing we were talking about, I think they need segmented journeys, right? To really, for the person who just wants to get a sense of what you are and what you can provide for me versus the person who wants to demo versus the person who wants to talk. I don't know. It's, it's a little confusing. I'm right there with you. And oh my gosh, we got all sorts of great feedback. I love this. The, we got a workflow. This Adam guy was like, I don't know about the word workflow. I love it. Exactly. I was just so lost. I'm like, I don't know, man. People don't really talk about that. I think I'm pretty intelligent. I've never really heard about it. Um, yeah, but there's so many ways to unpack that. Right. Yeah, just... I'm right there with you. So I'm so sorry, Hubelo. Hubelo? Am, am I saying Hubelo? Hubelo. You've yeah. lost Kathy, your fearless leader. She's now the CMO of ServiceNow. <laughs> and you've been there for a quarter. Mm -hmm. Top three recommendations of what you would do first 90 days mm -hmm. as CMO at ServiceNow. Yeah. So I would start with product marketing. And I would talk about simplifying our packaging. Then we would translate that into clean, segmented journeys the website and then just align all channels seo scm um all of our you know sort of outward marketing to align to that journey yeah simply i think the brand has legs it's pretty clean and beautiful oh, yeah. from a very tactical perspective i would jump on that pipe idea that you had <laughs> I, I think that is that is so smart and so i think there's a lot of little things they've got the meat it's yeah. just not well packaged i'm right there with you i'm yeah i'm, I'm the same of i'm of the same opinion i think you know a cmo number one those cool little call to actions they have floating on the bottom right i bring those into mm -hmm. my menu and i know i could get them like 15 percent sqls overnight because yeah. they're they're kind of away from my common area number one number two i create a category you talk about workflows yeah. everywhere and everybody else is pitching digital transformation. I would create a category called workflow transformation, which would then allow me to premium price digital transformation mm -hmm. because it's the service now approach. And I would bundle yeah, that from essentially like workflow transformation at the top into now led type messaging. Yeah. And that would like flow through. So you'd have like my service now brand and then my category fully integrated. And then I would remove the second layer of products. Um, yes. from my menu, I would still give people the ability to explore at a feature level, but exactly not at the menu because I get lost. I really don't know how to choose what I want from the yeah. way you do it. It's too much, like yeah. limit it to three, right? If you want to feature certain products, but then it goes back to that packaging, 
how does it how is it packaged at the brand and at the solution and platform level so that someone spends 30 seconds on the website and gets a sense of the offering gets a sense of that value proposition and positioning that you know you give them too much it gives them a path out you know versus keeping them leaning in yeah and i just i always call it the three tab test right like i don't believe you mm-hmm. sell decision makers i believe you sell champions at least digitally totally and yeah. so like if I'm the champion and I got to go get three quotes, it's, I think it's harder than they realize to get a quote from them. Like in its oh, simplest gosh. form, I don't think it's that easy to like actually buy from them because of how good they were trying to be, which is ironic. Like they're so, they were so thorough and so good and they really are that good that they ended up with something that I think was bad. In right. Suit, which is kind yeah. of weird, but it is all right there. And I love your recommendations, Kathy. This is very insightful. <laughs> very fun. I know. Um, if anyone wants to follow along your journey and kind of see what you're doing, uh, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, I'd say um, I am the least active person on social media. But when my team tells me, hey, this is a big deal, share it. I, so I would say LinkedIn okay. is the best way. Um, Hubelo just is starting to launch its brand. So um, anything on Hubelo and through all of that uh, virtual event, hybrid event, virtual news and that whole space where we're heavily speaking with the whole industry press and media. So um, follow there, follow Hublo, follow me and other executive leaders on LinkedIn. Um, but we're, we're all, I think, trying to revitalize what the future of events means. So yeah. I think everyone's got a voice at the table right now. So No, that's amazing. It's all coming. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being the guest here, Kathy. Thank and, you. Uh, that's a makeover, everybody. Thank you so much. And have a great day. And thank you also to ServiceNow for being our muse. Uh, appreciate it. Bye, Thanks everybody. Thanks for having me. 